0: show is going to be very specific for new managers. Now, why is this important? Because I am finding more and more individuals being placed in management positions, whether it's HR or production, um, even new business owners who have never managed before and are now being faced with people problems <laughs> personnel issues and they honest to god don't know how to approach them and and this is this is very serious because the impact on the company is huge and i don't care what your background is in terms of whether you're listening as the hr person or whether you're listening as the cfo maybe you're listening as the vp of operations or Uh, just the office manager you're in a role if you're listening to this show you're in a position where you can make a change and you can not only change for the better the life of your manager but by helping equip them to be the best that they can be you're also helping the employees and if you put those two together You're making a major impact on the company. So let's just talk about what these new managers need to possess and what we as leaders working with these individuals need to be aware of to help them be the best that they can be. I was in a meeting the other day. It was a business owners round table. And a young gentleman spoke up and said, you know, I've got this receptionist who's been with the company for you know, 20 some years uh, she started you know early on with the previous owner and now that I've bought and purchased the company I can't seem to get her to buy into any of my ideas I've brought in new software I've brought in some, some new, um, formatting and she keeps looking at me and going yeah no nope, not interested uh, that's not the way we've always done it not not something that I, I'm gonna put a lot of time into and, and his frustration level was just so apparent that my first question to him was, well, tell me, have you ever managed anybody before? You know, prior to buying the business, have you ever managed a, a workforce? And he said, no, no, actually, I haven't. I'm really good at my skill. I'm really good at, at my knowledge. And I bought the company because this is the kind of stuff I, I did individually. And now I want to own my own company. I said, okay. My, my second question, and those of you who know me know exactly what my second question was. And my second question was, so how, if you had to describe yourself, how confrontational are you? And it kind of took him back, because confrontational, why, why would I be asking him if, how confrontational he is? And he looked at me and he goes, uh, well, uh, I said, no, my point is, how often are you sitting down and communicating with her? When was the last time you had a one-on-one? When was the last time you talked to her about your strategy, what your goals are as the new owner, where you see the company going, and what her role will be with your new vision? Have you shared with her the impact she has on the company in her role today, and and where, um, where she might want to be in the company in another year or two based on Your goals and where you're taking the company and he looked at me and he goes you know I have my group meetings every week so I know what everybody's working on but I've never had a one-on-one with her and that got me thinking how prevalent are one-on-ones how good are your team members your 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 leaders in the company how good are they at communicating are we truly Bringing up managers and giving them not only the understanding of communication, but also the permission to be confrontational in setting and establishing a meeting or engaging. Maybe that's a better word I should use. Give them permission to engage with employees and share this kind of information. If you're telling a director, look, here are the sales goals and here are your deadlines and milestones. Is he conveying that to his team? And what's the consequence if he doesn't? You know, communication is the key to everything. But I can tell you right now, we do not teach good communication skills. Sometimes we don't teach communication skills, period, whether they're good or bad. I remember that there used to be a number of training sessions that people could go to. You paid for them. And companies would send people to these seminars. And they would talk about how to deal with difficult people and how to have those you know, difficult conversations. And yet, there was no accountability on the other end. There was absolutely no way of measuring whether this individual was even in the room. But I disagree. I think there are ways to measure whether individuals are communicating well, whether they're speaking the language of the company and taking that strategy or their, their goals or the company's goals down to the actual workforce. I think this is why, and this is, this is a real struggle for me, but I really believe that this is why companies are suffering from substandard quality. I think this is why we have so many internal issues like bullying, and harassment because we're not communicating what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. And think about it. Is the message getting trickled down or is the individual that's in that manager's position capable of doing that? Are they comfortable doing it? There are some great books out there. Um, Fierce confrontations. Is, is one of my business coach's absolute favorite books. And that I will always bring out crucial conversations because I love the premise that that book provides and that you remove the emotion and stick to the topic. And it's an easy read. But no matter what book you read or no matter who you talk to from a business coach or a business consultant standpoint, they will always emphasize that Communication is the key to everything. How about lost time? What about the, the, the retention and the, the attendance of the individuals that are showing up? Are they showing up because they want to be there? Are they showing up because they have to be there? Is the individual that they w- are working for, are they making sure that they're as productive as they should be? If there's no set expectations, they're just showing up and doing what they want. And if you don't have a properly trained manager who's communicating his expectations and the consequences of not meeting those, nothing's gonna change. You're just throwing money out the window. And Let's go even further. What about having to redo work? I had a woman call me one day and she said, Pandy, I've got somebody that literally doesn't follow our directions in any way, shape or form. He's approving contracts, he's, he's paying out money to vendors that we did not approve and, and the sidebar is when he does a report i as the supervisor have to spend an, an hour or two redoing it and my question was well what and why are you putting up with this she said well they won't terminate him i said but are you documenting are, are you prepping for this see the thing is it if that's if the company's expectations are that low that they're willing to put up with this guy and they're willing to pay her all this extra money and in, in time to redo his works, so they're essentially paying two people for one one project, then that's that's acceptance of the company. Is that who you want to be? As a listener and as a viewer, is that who you want to be? See, it's it's when that's the case, it's not the employee's fault. Because the employee has already figured out who you are, and they will follow your lead. If they think they can get away with it, as substandard work, bad performance, bad attendance, and you're not communicating consequences to all that, and you're not following through with those consequences, yeah, then don't expect anything to change. But again, if we're not training and empowering our managers, not putting the right people in the right positions, you're just complicating the problem. How about individuals that are just getting overloaded, when we don't have individuals doing the best that they can be, if we don't have the right people in the right positions, others who are good employees are getting overloaded, and that's a really fast ticket for them to exit the company. When you've got a supervisor who isn't at the top of their game, they're not prepared, they're, they're in the wrong position, they were great at what they did. Really good, but he was never, or she was never, meant to be a supervisor or a manager. There's no chance that there's going to be respect. The employees aren't going to respect them. They they're they're going to walk they're going to walk all over them, and it's it's just unbelievable. You're going to have incremental turnover and poor production. Ultimately, you could have a very unsafe workforce workplace. And I know, I know I'm throwing a bunch at you, but I want you to think about this. I want you re- to really mold this over and challenge yourself and then go back, look at your workforce, look at your managers, your supervisors, and ask yourself, Are we really, are we really preparing the right people for the right positions to make the right decisions? And are there consequences? Are we suffering the consequences? Or are we exercising the consequences? It's a lot, but if you're listening to this show, you're in a position to make a change and make things better. My name's Pandy, and you've been listening to The Human Resource.